later on today's episode. Being uncomfortable for one is temporary, especially when you talk about a comfort zone. And the reason how I know it's temporary is because if you think about like circles, right? These are your comfort zone boundaries, right? You're inside the first circle. Okay, you got a little get uncomfortable to get to where you're going. Now you're in the second circle, right? And now your circle just gets bigger and bigger. And I think when I understood that like like a lot of us, let's say white collar or blue collar, a lot of us kind of have this hierarchy at work as an example. And let's say you have an entry level employee and let's say you're in middle management. There's people above you, people below you, right? Mm -hmm. And this person first day you like okay hey you know tell me about yourself what are your aspirations and they like yeah i want to be ceo okay ambitious but let's say you work for a company that really allows this individual to work themselves up and work their way up and maybe they really can maybe that's possible for you and your company okay cool and then they say yeah but i want to stay an entry-level employee that's not gonna work right because clearly right. you got to be like Manager level number one, manager level number two, director, vice president, right? There's a lot of roles in between entry level and CEO, right? And so that's how I think of comfort zone, right? Because sometimes we want to stay where we're at. Okay, you want to stay an entry level employee, Hello, this is Patrice. Thank you for clicking on this episode. Here at the Melanated Intellects Podcast, we talk about everything from Black mental health and personal growth to Black world history. And my name is Shayla. Here you will find a balance between topics everyone is talking about and topics no one is talking about. Either way, we guarantee we will be bringing our distinct intellectual perspective. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Thank you so much for clicking on this episode. We are officially in 2023. And as always, if you've followed us for any significant period of time, then you know that each um, season we have sort of a reflection episode where we speak about the previous years and we put some stuff together. It was I, I like everything that we did in season one and season two, particularly in regards to this. It was one of our favorite. And I want to say um, for season one, I think it was our one of our most listened to as well. Um, so I feel like it's a time of year that Patrice and I are excited to record it and you all are excited to hear it. So uh, we're going to be focusing on some reflections from last year. And this focus this year is going to be around outgrowing and becoming. So we've got a lot of good stuff. Uh, Patrice, is there anything that you want to add before (laughs) we hop into it? No, I'm excited. Let's get into this one. All right. Okay. So first question is uh, going to be around outgrowing. How do you know when you're outgrowing something, someone, a place, whatever it is that you're outgrowing? Okay. So... I feel like, and I think I may have even talked a little bit about this on Times of Transition or in season one when we did this. It used to be that I feel like God would have to put me in a position to where I had no choice but to break out because I would be clinging on whatever it was I knew was my comfort at that time for dear life, if you will. And it put me in a, like, he would put me in a position to where it was like putting me in a box and saying like, if you don't move, you're going to lose something you absolutely need. 
You know what I mean? And I think at that around that time, it would have been like my comfort, my um, maybe it's even work related, whatever the case is. And so today, because of the spiritual work I've done and even like the ther- the work I've done with my therapist, I'm a lot more self-aware. And the best way for me to describe it, because I was thinking about this for a long <laughs> the best way for me to describe it is like, you know, when you put on shoes and they're too small mm-hmm. or like when, or the shoes are too big and like your big toe. Okay. If it's too small, your big toes rubbing the back of your ankle might be rubbing. And mm-hmm. even if you're trying to force it, like it's uncomfortable, like in what, what feels like should be normal and almost like leisure, like walking to the mailbox is suddenly like, damn, how many steps is that? Like you calculate how much time you got to be uncomfortable until you're comfortable again. And it's the same thing, even if like clothes don't fit, you know, um, things that used to satisfy you about this thing, space, lifestyle, no longer serve you. And it's so funny. Before my trip to Charlotte, I was in my kitchen cooking and I honestly normally love cooking but I realized like through I couldn't figure out why I got away from it like I didn't love it as much as I used to and I was cleaning <laughs> was like who the hell puts a sink in the damn island in the middle of the floor like why the hell you do this now I got water that will splash onto my island and I got to make sure I'm always making sure my water don't come but don't go the wrong way and I got this for entertainment purposes but this sink in the island is driving me crazy why would you put this on the wall you know, and I was like legit bitching about my apartment that I've been in for like three years. And it went until we started talking about this question where I was like, that is a sign about growing. Like that's that's kind of the epitome where things that normally never inconvenienced you are inconvenienced you. They feel like a chore. It's uncomfortable. You're thinking about ways of going around it, shortcuts. Like it's just not working anymore. Mm. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I think mine's is framed a little differently, but I think we're probably headed in the same direction. Um, for me, a big, the biggest sign for me that I'm outgrowing, um, or that I'm, I'm outgrowing period. I don't know if I can name it to a specific person, place or thing, but outgrowing your comfort zone is one. And I'll jump to that in the, in a minute, but I would say, um, your old coping mechanisms no longer yeah. work. See, Shayla used a better word, so I like. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a big one for me, right? The the mm-hmm. self soothing that you used yep. to use, whatever the shopping, whatever, whatever your vice is, I'm not judging, but mm-hmm. whatever that is doesn't work, or it doesn't work as effectively as it used to. And sometimes I go through this phase where I'm really trying to force, like, you know, um, I can remember one time somebody told me, like, I used to get up at like 5.30 in the morning and work out and have this routine, da 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 And I have been trying for like months and I can't get back to it. Oh, okay, yeah, well, you of a few months ago, a few months ago, maybe a different person of today. And for some reason, maybe you need to be moved to 6.30. Maybe you need to do a night workout. Maybe you need to do an overnight workout. I don't know, you know what I mean? But perhaps something needs to change. Um, and I know because I'm a person of routine, I like to be a creature of habit. And when that's not working, I, I'm notified immediately. Um, okay. Now I just had this really interesting thought process. I don't know why I was thinking about comfort zones, um, the other day, maybe it was because somebody who's listening is meant to hear this. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. So comfort zone outgrowth is really fascinating to me because 
the things very similar to the point Patrice was making the things that used to scare you, the things that used to be uncomfortable are not comfortable anymore. Right. So I guess it's kind of like both statements that Patrice and I are making are true, but I think in this case, I'm talking about the inverse. So, um, your comfort zone, I'd like to think of has boundary walls or borders, if you will. Right. And so a lot of times, well, for one, it's necessary to move them because I think I was thinking about people who don't want to be uncomfortable because the question, oh, that's what it was. I was on social media and someone posed a question to someone else who was kind of prominent in the personal growth world of like, how do you become comfortable with being uncomfortable? What's the question? And then I don't even think I heard they, that person's response because I thought of my own response. Okay, so here's my thing with it and I'm gonna loop it back around and what we're talking about. Um being uncomfortable for one is temporary, especially when you talk about a comfort zone. And the reason how I know it's temporary is because if you think about like circles, right? These are your comfort zone boundaries, right? You're inside the first circle. Okay, mm-hmm. you got a little get uncomfortable to get to where you're going. Now you're in the second circle, right? Mm-hmm. And now your circle just gets bigger and bigger. And I think when I understood that like, like a lot of us, let's say white collar or blue collar, a lot of us kind of have this hierarchy at work as an example. And let's say you have an entry level employee and let's say you're in middle management, just people above you, people below you. Right. Mm -hmm. And this person first day, you're like, okay, Hey, you know, tell me about yourself. What are your aspirations? And they're like, yeah, I want to be CEO. Okay. Ambitious. But let's say you work for a company that really allows this individual to work themselves up and work their way up. And maybe they really can, maybe that's possible for you and your company. Okay, cool. And then they say, yeah, but I want to stay an entry level employee. That's not going to work. Right. Cause clearly right. you got to be like manager yeah, level number up. one, lab, yeah. manager level number two, <laughs> right. director, vice president. Right. There's a lot of roles in between entry level and CEO. Right. Yeah. And so I, that's how I think of comfort zone. Right. Cause sometimes we want to stay where we're at. Okay. You want to stay an entry level employee, but you want to be a millionaire. You want to have a successful business. Your comfort zone has to move with that. Okay. So I, I jump all of this. I, I, I'm going to combine all of this, wrap this up to say this comfort zone boundaries being moved in my opinion is a good sign that you are outgrowing what you are outgrowing are the things that used to make you uncomfortable the things that used to make you scared the things that you know you a three years ago would have been like oh no I would never and now you're doing it with ease so that that to me is a really good indication Yep. And you bring up another thing too. your, your problems change drastically. Mm. Um, when maybe your two years ago, your fears were being able to pick between paying your car payment and your rent. Maybe that was it. And now it's money management, you know, um, making sure you're not overspending on things that you ain't got to just blow money on, or maybe it's more of, you know, um, how to invest, you know, it, it's your problems look very different. The more aligned you become with who you want to be and, or, or better yet, the person you're evolving into, I should say. And with every stage, which I think like Michael Beckwith brought this up, the problems change. What used to be a big deal is no longer a big deal when you get to a certain point 
uh, or level or trajectory of, from where your starting point was. And that's a big tell about growing for sure. Mm, yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Next question here. Um, who are you becoming? You know, when you first said that, I was like, girl, <laughs> Whoa. and she knows this. My face was like, girl, coming in hot, you know? Um, I think with this question, people are often afraid of not knowing. And that can sometimes be the very thing that cripples you. Just because you can't see that person, you have no idea what it looks like. It's like weight loss in a way. If you have a lot of weight that you feel like you need to lose, it it's like discouraging. We're like, damn, that's forever, man. You know what I mean? Like, that's a long time. A year? That's a long time. I need this for next month on my birthday. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that a big part of who I am becoming is stepping away from the survival piece that was intertwined with who I thought I was becoming. Once upon a time, which I didn't realize I did it, I wrote that it person who I want to be based off trauma, based off different um, scarcity mindsets that I had. And today, when I think about operating in a space that's not fight or flight, that's not survival, it looks completely different. And so for me, releasing the reins of that control is probably the most enlightening and clarity that I could have about who I am becoming, because it allows for the things that speak to and feed Patrice to really thrive, the creative side of Patrice, not the stressed out, worried, you know, um, and overworked and lacking version of myself, but the, but the version of myself that's able to get to know the things I love and actually take a leap and understand what those spaces feel like and, and do so by myself. Um, so I don't have, I don't, I can't tell you exactly who this person is, but I can tell you with the growth that I've had this year, it is much further from what I ever could have imagined. That is absolutely the case. I never thought there could be a life where I operated without survival because I never even knew that was a space that I was in. You know, you talk about comfort and boundary walls. Those walls were made of glass. I did not know they were there. And now that they've been broken down and I'm feeling the fresh air, it's like the way in which I've been spreading my wings, it is mind blowing. So for me, I know what she likes. I know what she smells like. I know the things that interest her. I know the things that pique her interest. I know the things that she is pursuing. I have not put it all together in one person, which is why I can't tell you exactly who this person is, but I do know, I know the depths of her, which are a lot more than what I knew about myself because for the longest time, I was blinded by survival instincts solely. Um, I think all of that is a really great point. Um, I think when I think about the question, who are you becoming? First, I want to say, so for anybody listening who, you know, might directly or indirectly be asking themselves this question, 
I want you to know that I'm not sure is a full answer. Mm-hmm. Like that's a full answer. And sometimes I think in society, we don't allow people to not know. Like we put this pressure on people to know the answers to questions that sometimes they're still figuring out and that's okay. Or sometimes we put a limit on when you should be figuring it out. Like we often, particularly in American society, assume that you're figuring out things when you're young. There are a lot of mm-hmm. people that are figuring out <laughs> things in middle age and people are figuring out things after retirement. People are figuring out Thank things you. like as they're in the last chapters of their life, people are figuring out yeah. things their entire life. So I think the expectation that I should have it figured out when I'm no longer quote unquote young, which for a lot of us is like, after 20s maybe if you give someone mid 30 quote unquote young you think I'm supposed to have it figured out I could live you know what I'm saying another 60 70 I don't know years so um I want to put that out there to give permission and grace that it's okay if you don't know the answer to the question mm-hmm. okay yes. my personal answer to the question so many things um I don't even know where to start You know, I think I'm becoming someone similar to Patrice, wildly different than I ever thought I would be. Um, (laughs) Because I had a plan. I knew I knew where I was going and I knew who I was and I had it all figured out because planning is what I do. And then um, the Lord is my shepherd. okay? because I'm a sheep, I'm a lamb. Things went in completely different direction. God had other plans for me. okay? And, you know, so part of who I am is an individual that has become okay. Talk about a comfort zone boundary being moved. I've become very okay. And and, in many cases, welcome God leading me in spaces where I've previously led myself because the reality is he's a better planner than me. He's a better financial advisor than me. He's a better everything than me. So for me, that was really difficult um, early on. And every now and then it flares up and I have to check myself. And I can remember I got to a point in time in my growth journey where I apologized to God for thinking I knew how to do these things that I've become very skilled at doing, right? Like I'm not here to talk down on my ability to plan, organize, finances, et cetera. We're getting very good at what I do, but nothing about what I do is better than what he does. And so I think, um, the fact that I have relied on up until this point in my life in this journey, I have relied on me and my skill set to be able to do those things, to know that I could get out of anything and anywhere with that skill set that I had developed. And, um, I hadn't leaned into certain things as much. I hadn't leaned into my faith as much. I hadn't leaned into my intuition as much. I had leaned into my feminine flow and divine feminine energy as much. All of these things that I never, I'm not going to say they weren't there. Cause I don't think that's fair to say, but I, I did not rely on those things to make sure I could get through, you know, I relied mm-hmm. on these other things. And so, um, Okay, so to answer the question, who am I becoming? Someone who is very comfortable with the whole opposite end of the spectrum than what I used to be comfortable with. So that's probably my biggest aspect that of who I'm becoming. And you know what's crazy? I promise mm-hmm. I'm not getting emotional hearing you say that. But <laughs> you know what's crazy is what what we're experiencing right now and I'm saying this because me and Shayla, we've been on this journey through this podcast, but we've known each other for years. I remember the before we even touched the journey that we're on today. Mm. I remember those conversations in our office that we would talk 
Me, mm. I was trying to plant seeds and sell pitches on why we need to quit our jobs. <laughs> oh, man, I work hard on Shayla. Y'all don't know. Meanwhile, my ass still showing up every day. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I remember that so vividly. And the mindset, the space, the thing, like, oh, God, all of it so vividly. And to think about how far we've come today, it's night and day, but to also think that this is just the beginning, like this may not even be the opposite side of the spectrum. This is like a taste of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There is still so much further to go. And that alone is like, woo child. Like it's that, that is the power of following truly. That that's really what it is. Following. I don't think, and I'm trying not to overlap other episodes. I don't think that people understand the power of letting go. Mm, the power of surrendering. Yes, that's and really it. surrendering yourself to be led is so powerful. You can end up much farther than you think when you let go. I hate to say let go and let God, but because I feel like it's a cliche and overused statement, but I think it's very fitting in this case and whatever your beliefs, whatever your higher power is, universe, et cetera, right. you know, I'm not pushing right. God specifically, but um, yeah, there's so much beauty in that. And a lot of us fight that really, really, really hard. And it's so much beauty in that, um, on where you can go. And also for me on who I'm becoming, and, and I want to, before I say this, I want to say, I believe us as people, we can have more than one purpose in a lifetime. Oh. Okay. But mm -hmm. I am becoming someone who is absolutely living in her purpose. Absolutely. Facts. Um, and I don't know that I had ever really given that much thought before years of late because I was just very atypical. I had my goals. It, I don't know that I really thought about a purpose so much as I thought about, well, here's where I'm going. Purpose better stop me if that's, if you don't want me to go. <laughs> and it did. And it did. It did. You said it. You manifested that. It did. <laughs> it so did. It said, oh, it's time to stop her. It's time to stop her. Um, that's so funny. That's funny. Um, so you, so yeah, living in my purpose and being, being um, a transformational coach and trainer is absolutely a part of that. I'm not going to say it's a hundred percent of that because I'm young, you know, I'm, I'm 33. So I don't know what else will be revealed to me. So I don't want to put that cap on my purpose. But when you turn 33. Ooh, um, <laughs> you sent me something for my birthday. So I know, but when did we say it was 33? When did we say it was 33? I think my birth certificate year. I have a problem with that statement. I have a big problem with that. So we'll talk about it offline, but I have a oh. big problem with that statement. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Well, I, I am 33. Um, and Ooh. Patrice uh, did send me something for my birthday. So she was aware that I had one. So, yeah. I just um, feel like we leave age out, you know. Um. <laughs> she missed the year. She missed I, the year. I was saying 31 this whole time. <laughs> Mind you, I'm turning 31. That doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm 33. I'm 33. Yeah. And uh, relatively young, right? So we don't want to put that cap on there. We don't know what else, but 
Um, you know, I spoke about that in earlier episodes this season. Oh, you know what? The last time we spoke about it, I may not have said, but I am officially certified at this point. I had a graduation and everything. I think last time I was a soon to be. So anyway, I'm officially certified. But um, yeah, that's a part that's definitely, I feel very much so aligned. In fact, I feel so aligned with what I'm doing that part of my mission is going to be to help others feel what I feel. Because it's indescribable in many ways. Where I really don't have the words for it. Um, so that's definitely a part of who I'm becoming, but I think it's a beautiful unfolding and I think it's a process. It's a journey. It's a marathon and it really does not have an ending destination. I don't believe. And so I think we should be okay with that. I think society's view of us needing to have answers and stick to those answers and that answer being the answer for the rest of my life. Like I, I'm just, I don't subscribe to that. Um, so, you know, it changes and that's all right. And, I, and sometimes I, when I know, I'll let you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. You know what? Like I saw somebody explain this and it was so mad. I wish I held on to the damn TikTok. Y'all know that's why I do my hair. But I wish I held on to it. But she said that she already, your purpose is often thought about as like this big balloon over your life that we're all trying to understand and hope that at the end of the road, we've accomplished it. My purpose was to help people, you know, go back to school or my purpose was to give back to the community and blah, 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 blah. You know, that is what we've been trained to believe. But to your point, your purpose could be momentarily, like in the moment that day, you know what I'm saying? Like there have been instances where just by following my instinct, I found I was able to encounter people and be a blessing to them in that moment. And that absolutely felt like my purpose. This is mm-hmm. the purpose that I play. In, or this is the role that I play today for you. And that happens all the time. And the different people who I encounter, you know what I'm saying, who are also blessings to me. And it's just like a world of exchange. And I think that through these small breadcrumbs that we're following called our intuition and our God being led by God, faith, all whatever you want to call it, spirit, ancestor, what have you. I think through following that path, which is often unknown, you, you, you continue to find it, you continue to meet up with it, you continue to exceed it. And that's how I feel like it's the best way for me to describe my purpose to your, to kind of similar to what you were saying. I, I used to view knowing my purpose as I did becoming a millionaire. Like, nah, not everybody gets to that shit. <laughs> like, uh, not everybody understands that shit. There's too many nuances in life to accomplish this one meaning. You want me to like lump all my life into one sentence? I am supposed to be X. I have no idea what the fuck that X is. Like, how do you? That's a lot of pressure. I was, I, and I never put that. I never wanted to put that much pressure on me. So I completely just omitted myself out of it. Mm. And through a lot of the spiritual work that I've done, I feel like that I found myself like in, there are moments where I'm like, this is a part that I play in this person's life. This is my purpose mm. for this person. You know what mm. I mean? And that is very enlightening. And for me, it just feels like a big transactional experience, you know, whether you want to call it frequency, vibrations, what have you. I think they're all 
very similar, if not one and the same. And I think that's what a lot of us are experiencing. And I think sometimes we even underestimate the power of those moments too. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, And I think if we're aware enough and reflective enough, because sometimes we just have experiences, sometimes we don't take the time to reflect upon them. Um, I think sometimes those moments can lead up to uh, something big that I am supposed to do. But if if you don't ever take the time to acknowledge how you feel in that moment and, and reflect upon it feeling like this very purposeful or aligned with purpose moment, then you, you, you missing the breadcrumbs, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, so Mm -hmm. yeah, I agree with that completely. We are such a powerful people. Um, and I, I've said this before because I've sent. I used to text this to Shayla and my sister that you know our ancestors accomplished wonders without the things like cell phones, without maps, without guides. Say, you know, we are a very resilient culture for sure. That is hands down absolutely the case because of the different levels, the, the generations I have survived upon generations, despite whatever was happening at that time. And I feel like oftentimes we underestimate what that power really means in these moments, especially in terms of how we can empower ourselves. And what if you just follow that moment? I can't tell you how many moments when I look back on prior to this journey, prior to three years ago, I'm even going to say, how many times I looked away or did not follow my intuition my that feeling of this mm. is a great moment or this is a purposeful connection or this is something bigger than what I can even imagine. I didn't follow it because I didn't understand what was on the other end of it because mm. I didn't know where it led. It was uncomfortable. It was a space that I'm like, mm, I don't see security on the other side of whatever this is. So although it's been great, I need to go back to what I know. Mm. And those would be the very moments where you're chopping off your own hands. Mm-hmm. Because I've also learned nothing is coincidence. Nothing. Well, I'll take it even further to say, if you are secure in what is on the other side, it is not your purpose. So because Ooh. like lack of security and lack of knowing what is on the other side is what's required. It's almost part of the moment or the thing, mm-hmm. whatever, rather we talk about a moment or we talk about the breadcrumbs of moment that lead up to a big, large thing. It doesn't matter which way you cut it. Like you knowing, feeling secure, you know what's gonna happen. You got this figured out. You, you, it's not, it's not. I'm gonna argue to say it is not in your aligned purpose, and that's okay. That don't mean you're not supposed to be doing the thing, but don't confuse it with it being this moment because the absence of that is what it's really all about. Um, most of the things that I feel like, and I, I feel I might have talked about this in the last year's um, reflections, but or maybe the year before is, but most of the things that I hear people say, you know, through this journey they found was their purpose are not the things they thought would have been their purpose. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you think it is, and you like, it it could not be, you know, (laughs) the Mm -hmm. uncertainty and, and having faith and surrendering to whoever your higher power is, is a big part in unraveling and unfolding whatever is the lessons that you need to learn in these very purposeful moments. You, mm, okay. My mirror right now says 
get so far out of your comfort zone that you don't even know how to go back. Mm. And I was mm. like, damn, that's powerful. Mm. That's powerful. You got to get so lost in the sauce to where you like, how the heck? I, you couldn't go back even if you wanted to, baby. Mm. No matter that's what, real. you got to start from scratch if you even try. That's real. That's that real. is like the epitome to me of what it means to follow that thing we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it is scary, you know? Um, and, I, and I think that that scare, however, is also like when you get to that other side and see that landing, it, it also is your power. It, it becomes your superpower because it's like, Man, I'm la- I landed. Look where I'm at. Like this is crazy. Who would have ever thought? Literally, whoever thought. Um, yeah. So, um, I guess we're now what next? Do we have any more for that one? Mm-mm. Nope, not for that okay. one. Okay. You want me to ask the next question? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I was going to so do You didn't look like you was about to ask it. it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I did it. I was like, oh, wait, no, she's asking. I, I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> I overthought um, it. My bad. <laughs> how, are, how are you? Because so the second part of the question, right? Who are you becoming? How are you becoming her? Or him, if you're listening, you're him. How are you mm-hmm. becoming her? Um. So I think I talked about this on prior episodes. I don't know which one. But I talked about my perfectionism and how it has interfered with a lot of different things. I did not know I was a perfectionist until like this year. Mind you, I'm like 30 going 31. It's a little late in the game to be finding this out, but I just thought perfectionist meant a lot of different things. Um, That's what my idea was, but that was also a very perfectionist definition, so that's to be expected with true perfectionist. Um, But it's eliminating that. It's not allowing my anxiety to keep me in a chokehold. Is it something I deal with? Yes. But does it own me? No. It's not the end of the world. It's it's keeping the power within me. It's honoring the intuition, the divinity within me, and making that my energy when it comes to anything. You know, um, understanding that things have fallen and placed in a way that if I was to even think about turning back, it'd be mm-hmm. a slap to all the forces that got me to where I'm at mm-hmm. and myself. It's it's honoring the simple fact that you have come so far despite all these obstacles you, this this is this is the most secure space for me to be in today. This is what security looks like to me. Following that thing is now my form of security. Mm-hmm. Following that intuition, that spiritual guidance, you know, maintaining my relationship with that spiritual guidance, whether it be God, ancestry, just spiritual enlightenment, continuing that path. That is my security. When I deviate from that, that mm. is my concern. That's when I feel out of place. Mm. That is, I've, I've had to readjust, readjust how I think about things. Not a doubt in my mind there that can impact it. Not a thing that can happen in my world that can waver 
how I stand 10 toes down on following this path. Mm. Because no matter what, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be all right. In fact, I'm going to be better than whatever I think all right is in this moment. And that is that is divinely guided. That's bigger than anything. And holding on to that belief is what is getting me closer and closer and closer to like sometimes I look up and I'm like, damn, I ain't thought about this struggle in a long time. Like, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> or damn. I like I've been doing this regularly and I didn't even realize it. Didn't even think about it. It just became habitual, instinct, natural. It spoke to my natural instincts. But that's what happens as you continue to move. And that's when kind of going back to how do you know when you're outgrowing, your problems change. What used to worry you just doesn't anymore. Mm. You're at a different place. That's not even a concern. It's not within proximity to be a concern. So, um, and ultimately, which I think I've talked about on literally almost every episode, the trusting that intuition too. There was a lot of times I fought myself. And really what I was fighting was my own faith, my own spiritual guidance, my own intuition. I was fighting the very thing that was keeping me surviving. Like I relied on myself to keep me together, but I didn't rely on myself to guide me out. It was it was a weird, toxic mm-hmm. relationship with myself and opening that cycle up and now branching out and trusting me has been so powerful and enlightening as well. Mm. Um, yeah, I agree with all of that. And I also think um, my answer to that goes to, okay, how are you becoming her? There's so many parts. So I think one would be continuing the journey of bettering myself and growing um, not that my life needs to be about growth, but also knowing when to press the brake or the gas on the growth as well. Mm. Um, so that for me has definitely played a big role. I think giving myself grace and being okay with not being okay. Like some yeah. days ain't good days and that's, I don't every day don't have to be a good day. I don't have to have the answer to everything. I don't have to heal all wounds all the time every day. Mm-hmm. Some wounds gonna be there, and that's all right. And I think we kind of talked about that in healing not healed, which we mm-hmm. touched on last year um, at this time. And like just being cool with that, like that's all right, you know. Um, I even spoke actually. I spoke about that in class. I had a final to to graduate. I had a final and. Um, <laughs> gave us the subject matter that we had to speak on without knowing in advance what the subject was. So like they just assigned it in class and we had to go for it. And um, my subject matter was triggers. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I spoke to, and I think I had like two minutes or three minutes that I spoke to my peers about um, was around this concept that, I mean, Okay. I was speaking to my peers. So obviously we've gone through a certain level of growth to become transformational coaches. Right. But and when I'm about to say this, I'm not just speaking to people who are, are in that industry. I'm just speaking to people who ha- have lived in their personal growth journey for some time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. we feel like 
we should be over it because we got tools. We've been to therapy. Maybe you got a life coach of your own. Maybe you you know, especially now I got so many tools underneath my tool belt for almost any problem you got. I'll pull out an exercise, a writing activity <laughs> or whatever. I can pull it out. And we think that makes us exempt from being triggered. And it does mm-hmm. not. It just does not. Even on something that you've dealt with in the past. And I saw this thing, I think I might have post, posted this on my page, actually. I saw this thing where someone was speaking about um, your journey and your triggers kind of being like an onion that you peel back the layers on. And wherever you are on that layer is where you're meant to be right now. You should not assume that there's no more layers. You also should not assume that you need to be peeling back all the layers today. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's been a really important lesson for me um and becoming whoever I am becoming um and I think Patrice touched on this but she didn't use these words but I think um allowing my intuition to be my guide is an affirmation that I I practice regularly and I've actually updated I think I talked about this in a previous episode I don't know but I, I updated my affirmations because my old ones were not working right because I've grown so much my old ones were not working but allowing like having my intuition be my guide is an original. It's like an OG and I still stuck with it. Cause clearly I still need that and that's okay. Um, so allowing that thing, that feeling that we're talking about be self-awareness enough to identify the feeling when it comes up, be reflective enough, even if the moment passed for you to reflect back and understand that that's what you were feeling, but allowing it to be your guide is really important. And sometimes that means doing things that don't make quote unquote sense. Mm-hmm. Like it may not make sense, mm-hmm. um, but following it anyway. Um, what else? I mean, I'm sure I could do more, but I think those are kind of like my main core things on like, how am I becoming that? Those are my guardrails, like continue to grow, check in with yourself. It's cool. You don't have to have the answers. It's okay. It is not okay. Be all right with that. And understand that I am complete. I have grown so comfortable with, I need a better word than comfortable, welcoming to the idea that it will be revealed to me when it is time for me to deal with slash handle it. I don't want to know nothing. I'm not meant to know right now (laughs) because some of the things that have been revealed to me, if I had known them six months to a year or three years prior, it would have took me out. It would have took your girl out. So I'm just like, look, I want to know when it's time for me to know if it ain't time for me to know, Lord, please don't tell me, don't show it to me until it's time. Okay. So I live very strongly by that. Um, Now I'm not going to lie in some ways that's scared me because sometimes things are revealed to me that are seen so big and so so great for my future and they're revealed to me and then sometimes it can make me emotional because that means it's closer than it's ever been because it's just been revealed and that doesn't mean I need to tackle the thing that's been downloaded to me today but that does mean that like dang it's closer like it's close it's coming and this, I wasn't previously aware of it. Now it's been given to me. It's been put on my spirit. It's been, however you want to say, you know, it's been given to you, downloaded, et cetera. And so there, there is sometimes fear and other emotions that come up for me when it's revealed. Cause I'm like, dang, that, that means, that means it's coming. And almost mm-hmm. always for me, I don't want to speak for nobody almost Literally. always for me, it comes sooner than I think it is. So I don't, I don't 
know if that's just me or somebody else. Is that you, nope, sis, sir, out there? I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I talked before. I think I talked last year about um, how I did this really powerful exercise when I was in Lisa's program. And when I say Lisa's program, I'm not talking about my certification. I'm talking about prior to that, I was in a program of her, a personal development program. Anyway, it was this, it was a, um, we had to do this really powerful exercise where we had to write a letter from God to ourselves powerful exercise for me at that time I'm not saying I'm not eliciting you to go write the letter etc right anyway within that experience and this was November of 2020 in that experience I knew and not that the letter said this overtly but I just knew within my soul that being a coach and helping people heal was definitely for me was within my purpose right okay so that's November of 2020 okay so Fast forward to November of 2021. Okay, so I got in November 2020 and I thought to myself, wow, like, dang, this is the first time I'm saying this publicly. Okay, so November 2020, I got the letter and I was like, wow, wouldn't that be kind of cool if I could work with Lisa Nichols one day? Like, that would be really, really cool. I would would love to work with her. Because at the time, right, I was taking her program as a, um, you know, personal development. I had not been in personal. She was my first personal development program, right? And I was like, how would I even reach her, though? Because at the time, she did not have her program. I am year two of her certification program, which real talk was she probably working on it behind the scenes and just hadn't announced it to the public. Yes, probably. Right. Right, But I did not personally know. Right. Mm -hmm. Boom. November of 2021. um, I had applied. I got accepted in December of 2021. Boom. It's now end of 2022 and I'm certified. So for me, it was this very far off thing that like oh you received this download you're supposed to help heal people okay girl that's cool maybe maybe it'll be with lisa maybe it won't maybe it'll be in a few years from now maybe it won't (laughs) like girl 2.5 years later not even i mean okay so i don't know if everybody else's work that way but my work will real fast and i think that comes as part of the fear that comes up for me when i get a download is how fast they've worked in the past of just like Mm. dang it it's scary. Um, <laughs> it's it's absolutely scary. If you you brought up a good point about um, not being omitted from triggers, because I think sometimes during our journey, and I hear this come from people, and I've been experiencing from people where they'd be like, "Well, do you still want to do that after this done?" Happen? You know what I mean? Um, you are not immune to things happening to you. That is not what that means, not even in the slightest bit. What it does mean, however, is to your point, you've got the tools to deal with it and cope with it and continue to move forward and bounce. I don't even want to say back because we never really go back to how things were before that, but continue to, to traject forward a lot sooner than probably what we would have had we not had our tools. Because most people would think are you sure you still want to do that? Blah, blah, blah. Like those thoughts would have a space in your mind. But some of us encounter different traumas, different triggers along the way, because life is still going life. And that is the reality of it. That does not mean that this purpose or this path is all of a sudden not a good path. That's not how that works. It's important to follow your intuition. If your intuition still says this is what I want to do, you continue to keep pushing. And you keep moving. Um, 
And that's, that's an unpopular opinion of mine. And I'll be honest, like, it's not an easy one to have because you, at that point, you're not just facing you and how you feel. You're facing what other people are saying, what, you know, other projections. But I think that, and we've talked about this in other episodes, what's between you and your faith and God and source, your spiritual alignment it's between you and all of those things. It's not meant for other people to understand. Mm-hmm. When people are saying, well, why are you blah, blah, It's not meant for other people to understand. Mm-hmm. And it's also not, you don't have to explain it. Either. You don't owe anybody an explanation about anything, about how you move. Because just like what Shayla just described, it could be just around the corner. Just around the corner. And I know for me, it was the same thing. I gave myself like a six-month goal. I think it was... Last year, no, 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 let me reverse that. I gave myself a five-year goal last last year, and I mm. saw it in six months. And it was a big goal. Mm. Yeah. I saw it in six months. I, mind you, when I set that goal, I had no idea how I was going to get it, how I was going to reach it. How, I didn't know anybody who had encountered it, and it completely has changed my life. So... Don't be afraid to align yourself and whatever that means at that point and keep moving and not explain shit to nobody. Cause I also didn't tell nobody. I think only two people knew about that goal. Sometimes you, it don't make sense to you. So you can't, and then, right. <laughs> you can't be sharing it with somebody else. It don't make sense to you. It makes sense to them. So don't Never be mind. Give them grace because if it don't make sense to you, it ain't gonna make sense to them. You ain't never. <laughs> you like, look, you putting pressure on me trying to get answers. I don't have. But I don't like. have the answers. Please do not. I, let's start the conversation where I don't have. I don't. Don't ask me no questions. But here's what I want to do. This is what I'm doing. To, I'm gonna move to Alaska and quit my job. Don't ask me no questions. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I don't think Shayla, you know what, what's funny? I'm just thinking about it right now. I don't think I've ever asked you about, I think when you first quit corporate, I asked you, what made you finally do it? Because again, y'all, I have been planting seeds forever. I think we talked about, like I said, what made you finally do it? And she told me then. And since then, I have not asked anything else from that. I've just watched. <laughs> That's it. And we just talk about, you know, a lot more today, but I think there there's even things that I found out in recording of our podcast about your journey that I didn't know at that time at all. Yeah. And mind you, I was talking to her almost every fucking day. Mm-hmm. But that I think I like that's a great example of the level of discernment you need to have mm-hmm. to some extent when it comes to these dreams, these goals, these this intuition because it's not for everybody. It's really not. You know what? Um, that's such a good point that you made, and I'm so glad that you made it. So, yeah, I think at first it was very difficult. Okay, let me just, I'm getting so transparent. Okay, this is good. Um, when I first quit, like right right before I quit all the way up until like, I quit in 2019. So I quit like September ish um so like let's say august through the end of that year i was having i don't even know the word revelations let's call them revelations like i was growing so fast so quickly and so many things were being revealed to me at such a rapid rate that i remember having a conversation with god like are we late somewhere (laughs) are we behind (laughs) sir like (laughs) I remember 
from being like, Lord, let me catch my breath. Where are we late to? <laughs> Should I have quit six months prior? Because I'm feeling right. like we're behind. Like, we got a deadline right. we need to meet. Right. Right. It was right. so much. And I remember even my family, I'm very close to my family. And at the time, we all lived together. And I remember there being things that it was happening so fast. And I've gone through several periods. One would have been when I first quit. The next one probably been after my grandmother passed. So I've gone through mm. kind of spurts of where it's just like it's happening so fast. Even when I talked to you yesterday, there has been a world of change of information that is not available to me. And I can't really put it into words. I don't know how other people have their experiences and I can only speak to mine. So I don't want to make it seem like this is something that happens to everyone all the time. You know, every, I think that right. things are revealed to us in the way that's best for us to receive them. So this could be very um, geared towards Shaylin, who she is a, as a person. But yeah, it was it would be difficult for me to articulate. So I just don't. I had a moment. I had a very vulnerable moment with Cartier because I went to um, I went to Florida. We left Florida like within hours of the hurricane hitting because I had an event to go to for my certification. And I'm not ready to talk about it now, but I had this very big revelation and she happened. I was really speaking to myself out loud. I was speaking to her, but then at some point, the words that I was saying, I was really speaking to myself out loud and she happened to be there for them. And you could have heard a pin drop. Like, and I appreciate her because my sister, me and my sister are very close. I consider her my other half now. That's her new title. But anyway, and she knew that silence was required just to let what I just said sink in because it was more of a revelation for me probably than it was for her. And it was just really strong moment. Well, anyway, I haven't told anybody else about the moment because I'm still sitting, I'm still sitting with it and I'm still unpacking it. And I don't know fully all what it means. And, um, yeah, so a lot of times I don't say because it's too new for me to say. And what words would I even say to try to explain to you what I'm feeling? And sometimes they're out-of-body experiences. They're, they're, they're experiences that I never thought, like, if it wasn't me having them, I might think somebody was lying about what they had, what happened. Like, my letter from God, that was an out-of-body. If I wouldn't have went through it, I might have been like, well, it's, it's for real, girl, you got a letter from God? Okay, sis. You know what I'm saying? You know? Okay. So it's, it's just hard for me. So, yeah, especially to go back to your point, it was just happening so fast. I couldn't, even if I wanted to, and even if we were talking every day after I quit, we weren't working together anymore, right? So I wasn't seeing you every day. But like, even if I wanted to, I wouldn't have had the words. I wouldn't have been able to oh. articulate. And then I think there's certain things you understand when you're on the journey. And so yep. when you joined your journey, then I feel like there was more that I could express. Like, oh, oh, yeah. So when, oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> so that's what happened when I did. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. other than that, mm-hmm. I don't have no words. I don't have words mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I definitely joined it much, much later. I knew that I, w- I knew that I was seeking something, but I had no idea how the fuck go about it. And spiritual was not the plan that I would have ever put on any bingo card of any year at any point mm. in time. So, um, and, and here's the thing too: I think that it's important to respect that, right? Like, mm-hmm. you don't get offended by shit like that, and you don't owe me an explanation. Like, I'm, I'm happy you told me what you told me, but if you would have been like, "Yeah, girl, you weren't ready," or "Yeah, girl, no, I wasn't ready," or "Yeah, girl, no," like I would have been fine with that because I am that protective of this experience too. Like, I understand that, and to be real with you, witnessing it makes me emotional. Just witnessing it makes me emotional. I feel like 
especially in my world, I don't know anybody else on this path. Mm. In fact, most people I talk to project some level of insecurity in Mm. some way. So I also don't talk to anybody about the spiritual side of what I've been doing. It's very hard to do it. And this has become a safe space, you know, for me in a lot of different ways, even though I still deal with some battles around it. Because don't get me wrong, I still have learning points that I'm getting through. You know, me being someone who is so used to operating from survival, not being in that mindset is really, really big for me. Mm. Like I said, God used to have to put me in a space where I was like, you're going to have to break out of this because, and I'm going to have to make you this uncomfortable in order for it to get you to move because you won't do it on your own. And I now looking back on that. If you uncomfortable, and sometimes I can see it in a person because they struggling. And mm. I can remember telling a friend one time, you swimming against current. Yeah. The moment the, you you know because you tired. First off, you That's tired. That's the best way to explain you it. You fighting. You tired. You yeah. uncomfortable. You know what you supposed to do, but you don't want to do that. It's been put on your spirit to do it, but you don't want to do that. I'm speaking mm-hmm. to somebody right now. I don't know who need this, who listening, but you somebody are. need to hear this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Whoever you are, I don't know. Your name start with P. I don't know. No, I'm joking. <laughs> okay, Tarot. I see the Tarot reader coming out. Okay, girl. Come on, speak to it. <laughs> so this is for somebody that starts with a P. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it it will be so difficult and you know, like the moment you be like, okay, you don't even have to do it. You can just decide that you're going to do it. You can just mentally choose. I'm going to do the thing I've been avoiding doing. I'm going to do the thing I've been fighting doing. And the relief that you feel in your body, in your soul, in your spirit, you going, you go, you are going with current now. Yep. Yep. That segues us into our next question because I'm about to go into my answer for it, which is what obstacles are you facing? And I'm going to jump right in because you are, it's already top of mind. Um, you have to release shit to make room for shit. That's just how this works. You cannot hold on to old baggage, old coping mechanisms, old belief systems, and still expect to be able to traject. And I think that I am in that phase of releasing what no longer serves or works for me right now. And it is not an easy process because some of it's relationships. You grieve people. You grieve your understanding, your connection. You know, we tend to hold on to the best of the best, despite some of the hurt, if the love is strong enough. And that's just as humans, especially, you know, that's just how we operate. And when you think about how long you've been doing that, and also how long it has anchored you into floating, into swimming against the current, if you will, these were the very things that kept you in place. Well, because of my family, because of my job, I have a really great boss. I have all these things that keep you in Mm -hmm. one space. When you are designed and divine to move in one way and you going against that, it's painful. It is. And sometimes, (laughs) which is going to sound crazy, I'm in that space of releasing and then taking those steps. And seeing the world continue to make sense and make more sense and become more clear and things become starting to fall more into place. And it's confirming that I needed to let that go. 
And that almost sets off a whole nother grieving because it's like, damn, Patrice, like, had you done this X amount of years, granted, you know, I know better than to kick myself, but, you know, you reflect on it heavy, like, damn, like, I let this thing keep me from the thing that meant the most to me, which is me. Mm. That's hard. That's a hard realization. That's a yeah. real hard realization. And I would say, you know, going back to what you said as far as um, you you said something about things start revealing itself more Mm -hmm. as you hit. Yeah. yeah, And that things will get easier once Mm -hmm. you start swimming with current. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you and that ease is also like, damn, it's 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 reality set. I'm like, yeah, it was you. Yeah. You got to be comfortable being quote unquote uncomfortable but really uncomfortable isn't uncomfortable to me no more because of what uncomfortable represents now one again like I said earlier in this episode is temporary and two it represents a comfort zone boundary move which inevitably means I'm closer to my dreams I'm closer to my end goal I'm closer to my purpose I'm closer to who I'm meant to be because that means that border is moving so uncomfortable isn't as scary as it used to be to me anymore i'm like, oh, okay we uncomfortable it's cool it ain't gonna last for long you know? yep yep um and my answer oh i'm sorry you go ahead no no go ahead please my answer to this question is quite simple um what obstacles are you facing and i'm actually did i already post this on my page i might have already i have a coaching page so i may have already posted this on my page because i'll do a weekly um statement and question but the most the biggest obstacle there's only one thing that is powerful enough to stop me from being who I'm meant to be and that's me facts me and I will argue that that's the answer for everyone not to say that there's not more to the answer but like that kind of piggybacks off of what you said you you be getting Mm -hmm. in your own way ain't nothing getting in your way but you ain't no obstacle what 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 can me my god and my purpose can't deal with nothing i'm the one that me me is the obstacle <laughs> it's the obstacle and that's it, my it. Purpose and it ain't god so it's me yeah um yeah i mean that's i know that's a simple answer but it's a very honest answer and i think you know we're human so i think sometimes dipping back into old habits or like checking yourself to make sure that you are aligned or that your your trauma isn't talking or your um mm-hmm. your old belief systems are not talking or maybe even your current belief systems I don't know current belief systems are not talking will probably be my my biggest obstacle but it's still, all of that still points back to me yep and even even if it's like some of those belief systems are oh damn it I wish I had the exact quote of this some of those belief systems aren't even from your voice. Pay attention to what voice you're hearing. Is it in the form of your mom, your stepmom, your old boss, your first teacher, your third grade teacher, your high school coach? Like, whose voice are you hearing these statements and about why you can't do it? Who planted that seed? And cut that shit out, okay? Mm-hmm. Mute that person and replace it with you. And... What if it does work? That's simple. What if it does? Being somebody who deals with anxiety, I've talked about this in my fear in the fear of failure um, episode, 
about all the different scenarios I used to, because your girl's getting better, I used to play in my head about how things could potentially go wrong Mm. and all of the different things I would need to do to combat all of that. (laughs) You know, Mm. wearing myself out 24-7. And I now combat that all those thoughts with, but what if it just works? And I let myself become familiar with the feeling that comes then, Mm -hmm. the sense of relief, the excitement, the passion, what can come next after that. And that is where I choose to live. Mm -hmm. I find that space because naturally I found myself gravitating towards all the worries to be able to defend whatever this thing is that I'm going after. When really, when you put your energy over there, that's where you're going to spend your energy. And it could go well, but you're so busy spending your time and mm-hmm. that energy. I can't tell you how many times a promotion has came, a very big one. I couldn't even celebrate it because I didn't allow myself to be in the energy of positivity. Instead, I spent so much time in the defense world and I didn't even know how to celebrate. I couldn't conjure up all this energy to be happy or excited. It was so hard for me. Mm-hmm. Spend time. Being excited, happy, passionate. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that. And if anything, that's the energy that will fuel you to keep going and actually enjoy the journey, if anything. And so going back to that, um, I posted this on my page the other day. I told Shayla about it earlier today. It was a woman, I think she's a therapist, but she was saying, look at what you've accomplished quote-unquote, broken, dysfunctional, severely distracted, completely unaligned. And now, so you will absolutely conquer and accomplish whatever it is you're going after. Mm -hmm. Because who can stand against you on your best day when they couldn't even stand against you when you had all of these other things going on? Mm -hmm. So, baby, I'm just saying, I feel like we need to start a gospel club. (laughs) I don't know what that means, but I've been thinking this since we, about halfway through this episode, I was like, damn, we preaching for real, for real. It felt good. (laughs) 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 Somebody going to get something for this. Uh, But yeah, so that's, that's, that's what I have. Um, And the biggest thing for me is don't be afraid to release things. Um, It's, it is not the best part of the journey. I'll be honest, releasing, but replacing you know with you done, is beautiful. Yes. Yeah, you You're replacing it with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, as always, I feel like we've had a heavy uh, transition from one year to another year episode. Um, mm-hmm. If you have not gone back, like season one, we named it Times of Transition Season two, it was 2021 Reflections Healing Not Healed. Mm -hmm. If you have not heard those episodes, go back and listen. Because again, one of our highest, uh, some of our highest listened to episodes because we do this and we really reflect, we kind of have a message or a theme when we think about the previous year and we reflect and we, we get transparent and deep with it. So 
Hopefully you all enjoyed this. I think it's a good note to go on looking forward for 2023. A lot mm-hmm. of good stuff. This was for somebody. I don't know. I said okay. what was on my spirit. <laughs> it was out here for someone. So whoever you are, whenever you might hear it, because you might not hear it right when it dropped, but whenever you might hear it, know that this is for you. If this, if anything that Patrice or I say really landed with you is for you, sis or yeah. sir. Um, yeah. Patrice, anything you want to add before we head out? Yeah, those episodes will be either the first week of January or the last week of December, December. and they will be labeled as well. So they're not hard to find. Um, And I hope, I mean, this spoke to my spirit. You know, this is a great, these really give me a level of therapy for myself because I am sometimes, like I said, I get so caught up in going, going that looking back is like so powerful and I'm just proud of myself I'm proud of Shayla I'm proud of y'all wherever you are I'm proud of you and I'm excited for next year I mean like let's do it I mean well I guess this year 2023 okay I need you to slow down a little bit that's the only thing can we slow can we just dial it back just a little bit okay okay coming okay if you all have not heard I know you've heard. If you, if this is not your first time listening to Melanated Intellects, I know you've heard, but I'm going to say it again. Uh, this is your opportunity to give us some feedback. The link is in our description. Um, so please do that. If you don't already follow us on IG at Melanated Intellects, please do. Uh, we drop some good stuff there. Um, we have our Melanated Mondays. We have, you know, questions that I throw out every week. So good, 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 good stuff. So thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.